0: Hello, friends, and welcome to my podcast, A Gem to Remember. I am your host, Julia Christine, and I'm thrilled to be here and have you with me on this journey. A Gem to Remember was inspired by listening to many up close true stories told by my family and friends. Each week, you'll hear one of a kind interviews recalling good and difficult memories. Join us as we mine for gems from the past that reflect gleams of God's goodness onto life now. Come find hope and encouragement from brothers and sisters who testify to God's plan and help remind us that everything happens for a reason. I invite you to sit back, open your heart, and rest in knowing that there is something here for you that God wants you to find and remember. Hello, hello friends. Thank you for joining us again. It is a joy to have you with us. Today we have Hallie Kilberg visiting us on the podcast. Super thrilled. Hallie's a sophomore You and I, uh, We met through St. Stephen the Witness Catholic Church, another one of the ladies I've gotten to know there. It's been such a gift. She's studying elementary and middle level education. I recently got to visit her floor because she's also an RA here on <laughs> campus and she has the cutest handwriting and the cutest little designs that she um, has prepared for her residence and so I know she's going to Be a great teacher. Um, I've just gotten to watch Hallie dive into her faith um, as a freshman, so last year, and it was just so admirable because knowing myself, it was really hard for me coming as a freshman to do that and to just see her so willingly step into her Catholic faith and make a community here and a home. She just knows people here so well, and it's been really fun to watch her. She's leading a small group of her own this year, and she's just taking off in her faith in so many beautiful ways. It's been such a gift to watch you, Hallie, and I am just really appreciative that you agreed to be on the podcast, so welcome. Oh my
1: gosh, (laughs) thank you so much. Um, Oh my gosh, it was so easy to be involved at St. Stephen's because Mm. There were a lot of really great role models and, you know, people I wanted to be like, and I was just so inspired, Aww. and you were one of them. So Whoa. I'm so, I'm so happy St. Stephen's brought us together, and mm. I'm also so pumped to be on this podcast. Yes. I was so
0: excited when you asked <laughs> me. Aw, yay. Well, I'm glad you're excited. I am too, and thanks for thinking I'm a role model. <laughs> That's big. That's a big statement. There's lots of good role models here. There's so many. There's so many. Um, oh, Hallie. <laughs> Awesome. Well, okay, I'm going to start off with the question that everyone looks forward to to start off our episodes. What is a life hack that you've discovered, Hallie, recently or in the past that has been a game changer ever since?
1: Okay, so this is one that is probably not applicable to absolutely everyone, but anyone <laughs> living okay. in a dorm room, possibly. Mm. So um, it starts in the morning, and I put my phone not up on my bed. I actually put it like down below, so when the alarm goes off, I have to climb out of my bed to turn it off. Um, and then I also just have a fun tradition of jumping down off my bed. I'm not, not straight up off, but I just climb, I climb down one rung and I jump the rest of the way and it just, the whole day, jumping into the day, there's just something kind of fun about it. So this is not something that's applicable to a very large population of people, but, um, if you're in a dorm room and possibly your roommate isn't asleep, that's just kind of a fun start yeah. go get her to the day and my god kind of a day
0: changer yeah that's so cute that's such a teacher thing <laughs> jumping into the day just changes everything and it's not like it's a happy jump every day but it's, it's just true. A, fun,
1: a fun thing to start the day yeah yes. okay
0: and also the alarm below the bed is big I wish I would have done that this morning I actually woke up an hour late and it just like throws everything off because oh I didn't have to get out of bed it was right next to me so I was like oh but there we go, everyone. That's a hack from Hallie. I will put that in the episode description. And yeah, if you're living in a dorm, there you go. Just hop out. Hop out of your bed if <laughs> it's lofted. It. Hop out. Jump exactly. jump into the day. So let's dig into the main discussion here. Uh, before you were telling me that There was something that kind of started senior year uh, that you've kind of grappled with in your faith, and it has brought you up and down, and you've just learned about God through this. And I just kind of want to open it up for you to tell us a little bit about what that is. Yeah, absolutely.
1: (laughs) I'd love to. Um, I think a lot of times we—I think everybody goes through different hardships in life, and I think there's definitely a purpose for it, and God definitely is speaking to us in those hardships in a lot of ways and it took me a while to figure out how exactly Mm. he was speaking to me but like you said Julia it kind of started um my senior year is when it came to fruition because I would say I'm a pretty high achiever or wanting to be in life and just a lot of aspects and I think in a lot of ways that's a really really good thing and in high school that meant excelling in sports and that meant being well-rounded and doing speech and that also meant going out for plays and musicals and yeah. getting good grades and just doing a lot a lot of really good things. And if I'm being completely honest, I really enjoyed all of those things. But at the same time, deep down I think I just wanted to make other people proud of me. Mm-hmm. I'm I was someone who really I really um like words of affirmation. That was really big for me and just having people know like knowing that someone was proud of me was very important and especially my parents those are the two people that I love more than any one on this earth and mm-hmm. knowing that I could do something and they would be very proud of me just meant the world to me and I Know no matter what I did they would be proud of me and love me, but deep down I don't know if I did like truly believe that and I think that also Truthfully kind of transitioned into my faith life too. I you know if someone would ask me I'd say like oh yeah God God loves me no matter what but deep down there was just kind of that like that question of okay but if I if I don't perform really well will they actually will I actually be like worthy um and I think that's something that a lot of people also go through and I didn't realize that that was really even happening if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so then um cross country was my main sport in high school I love to run still do to this day (laughs) um and it was like my one of my most successful sports, and senior year was supposed to be the fruition of all of it, and that was supposed to be really a great year. Um,
0: leave it all out there. Leave it all yep. out
1: there, exactly. Mm-hmm. Go out and just you know, I was ranked number five in the state, so I was hoping wow. for I was hoping for that top five finish, um, and it ended up that at the district meet, so that's the meet before you go to state, I don't know exactly what happened but after about the first half mile of the three mile race I just my vision got blurry and I could not see for the last like two miles of the race and I just felt so awful and I ended up running the slowest time of my entire high school career at this district meet and it was to the point where I didn't even qualify for state it was it was so bad and that was one of the lowest points ever like that was when I really just thought I hit rock bottom Um, Mm -hmm. and I was I felt horrible because I felt like I let my team down um, and I felt like I really let my parents down because they had supported me so well throughout I mean my whole life but especially cross country those years they knew they knew how important it was to me so they really cared about it. And I just remember after I crossed the finish line, my parents could tell from early on in the race that something was wrong. And Mm -hmm. my dad was like standing there and he caught me at the end of the race. Um, And I was crying and I was in pain and I was, I think I blacked out maybe, I don't know. But I just remember, I remember hugging my dad and I just said, dad, I'm so sorry. And he was like, why are you apologizing? And I said, well, we just worked so hard. And I'll just never forget, he said, Allie, that doesn't matter. I don't care about that. And so many times, um, even now in my prayer life, when something does happen that I feel like I failed God or I feel like I didn't quite meet that expectation, mm-hmm. just that image of running to your dad and just hugging him and being like, I'm so sorry. I'm not worthy of this. I failed. And just him like embracing you with so much love and just being like, I don't care. I love you. That was one of the absolute lowest points in my life at the time. But in retrospect, and after really praying throughout the last two years about that, that's been something that, like, God has really blessed me with. And it was just, it's so crazy because, you know, that was a point in my life that I was like, I hope I forget that and move on. Um, It ended up being something that really changed my life forever and really change the trajectory. And I think that was God realized, I mean, not God realizing because he always knew, but, um, you know, kind of like shaking me a little bit, trying to get it to my core to realize Mm -hmm. that, no, there's nothing, there's nothing you could do that would impress me. And that's Mm -hmm. not to say it in like a, a mocking way, but in a way of like, I already think the world of you and I already like love you so much. Um, and then just, yeah, my freshman year was when, um, I really just at St. Stephen's wanted to dive headfirst into my faith because mm-hmm. I kind of lost all the identities that I'd had in high school as far as athlete, as far as, you know, like being in all these things. Mm-hmm. And especially in a COVID year, there weren't really yeah a ton of <laughs> things to join in no. general, which also I think was a blessing in disguise. I think COVID, COVID was a very, very hard time, um, But there were also a lot of very fruitful things in my prayer life that came out of COVID. Mm -hmm. And one of them being like, all right, if we take a break and we strip away all of these things that we do to keep us busy and all of these things That are not us, but just things that we do. Like, Mm. what are we left with? Like, do we still have something that's us? Mm. And the answer is yes, which is amazing that, you know, it's a very (laughs) hopeful thing that you could lose absolutely everything, but your identity as a child of God is unshaken no matter what. So that's kind of my story thus far. It's it's... with St. Stephen's and um, just the continuation from high school. And it's just so beautiful because. Everybody has a different journey, and um, I think God blesses us in the places, usually most ironically, when mm. we get angriest at him. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, he just He cares for us um, and loves us, and that's just something that I feel so blessed, and St. Stephen's has helped me really realize that.
0: Wow. Hallie, you are wise beyond your years. <laughs> I just want to say that. There are things you're saying that it's just like, Ooh, like hitting me like wow, I've never heard it that way before and I needed to hear it that way because almost everything you're saying is resonating with me. And I think it does with a lot of other people. The realization that you came to and the like grace of him allowing your earthly father to have that moment with you that is like still affecting you this many years later that you look back on that. Here we are in that moment's glorifying God and has like brought you to a new place and so just Full circle, I think all of that is so beautiful. And I love that you were saying too that God looks at you and that's enough. He doesn't love you because of those things you're doing. He loves you just simply because you're you. And I just, I like want people to know that. Like I know you do too. And I think as people who struggle to feel that we're earning god's love to like see other people who we think are too to just oh i want to encourage you though and like let you know he just loves you like (laughs) not because of that and being catholics too is that we do perform works we participate in our faith in a lot of ways and i would say i'm the same way that i really strive for excellence and like we're called to that how can we keep from that blurry line between excellence and perfectionism and like thinking that we can earn god's love like through these things we do as catholics like how have you combated that now
1: yeah, absolutely. That's it's so hard because it's such it's a fine so hard line between, you know, wanting to strive for perfection and yeah, like we talked about, trying to earn something, versus um, excellence. And it's something that I still struggle to walk the line of day to day. But um what I found is I think identifying the root of why you want to do well in something. Mm. So um, for example, yes, like you said, we are called to excellence. And I think we need to ask ourselves, you know, am I wanting to perform well in this area of my life um, to glorify God? Because he has given us the tools to do this. And through this, we can bring other people to him, no matter what that is, in bigger small ways. You know, mm-hmm. we, can, we can draw people to God through even, you know, art. Or mm-hmm. there's so many aspects of it. Um, But then they're also on the flip side if the root of what you're doing and what you're wanting to do well is To perform or to impress whether that be other people Um, But even if we do try to impress other people I think the root of that is really trying to impress God and Mm. that that's like really the core the seed um, Problem with that is us thinking that we need to earn God's love and then through that it's trying to impress other people so it's a very hard, hard line to walk. and so I, hard. I have not figured that out yeah. at all. But <laughs> what, I've, what I've, yeah, come to try to, the way I can distinguish somewhat is being completely honest with myself. And sometimes I don't like the answer of it. You know, oh, yeah. why, why do I want to do well in this area or mm. this project or this XYZ?
0: Yeah, and sometimes I'm sure you come face to face with. They're like, "Oh, I actually had poor intentions behind that. Can you redirect that, God? Like, can I? You help me realign that." Yeah, and absolutely. So, yeah, I know I've had to do that too. Is just like I think why is a big question. It's mm-hmm. a huge question. So big. Yeah. So I think that you're so wise in saying that. I think that that's something that we could all get better at, is, especially if you're in this boat where you struggle to try to perform to receive love. And as you're talking to, I'm thinking about the most beautiful thing I think that comes from when you do start to learn that you're not actually earning God's love, that He does love you, is that the moments you fail, you're not devastated. Because I would say like and maybe you can you know speak into this too like that senior year you came to your dad and you said i'm sorry right because we feel like we have to apologize i failed you i messed up i was unworthy i fell short that happens every day and so if we were having to perform for his love then we would never be worthy to receive it right like we would be unloved <laughs> we Absolutely. would be unloved <laughs> but yes. but we aren't performing and that's like thank goodness, right? We're not performing to receive it. Like we just get that. And so I think that there's so much peace and so much hope that comes from that. Not to be like, oh, I can go out and fail. Like I want to go out and fail just because he'll love me. But like, I do want to go out and strive for excellence when I do fall short, which happens all the time. I'm still loved.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's a lot of the ways we're able to find God is through those failures. And it's in that pursuit of excellence that, Mm. that he really speaks to us and you're just so right. I just yeah, agree with absolutely yeah. everything you said. It's so, so good. And I think a lot of times it's hard the very first time to be completely honest with yourself mm-hmm. about the reasons that you're doing things. Or, yes, if you do feel like you're trying to earn love. And even sometimes I'll find in prayer I lie to God in the beginning mm-hmm. of I tell him everything's going well. And it's just kind of like, okay, wait Whoa. a minute. Let's start this over. You know, it's yes. like, that was not me. Like, he already knows everything, you know? So um, it's, I don't know why it's so scary and so hard sometimes to bring our truest selves and the parts that we're ashamed of to the surface, both to admit it to ourselves and to God. But once you are able to do that, it's so, so freeing. Because, freeing. That's the word I was thinking yes, of. Yeah. So freeing. And it's just, like you said, thank God we're not yeah. judged on our performance because We're humans and we fail all the time. Every single day.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's just so good. And I think another part, so this is kind of the second part of your story, too, that really hit me is just like, it's all about where we're placing our identity, right? You came face to face with, especially that COVID year. And I mean, all of us were in that boat. Everything, lots of stuff was stripped away. That experience being taken away from you, getting to go to state. If we're placing our identity in these things, like, we will crumble. That's just the fact of it because everything earthly will fail. And so, it's just been really cool to hear through your story how, like, you're finding that if you are placing your identity and placing the fact that you're loved in the hands of the one who created you to do these beautiful things, then if you succeed, you know he's, like, cheering you on and he's, he's celebrating with you. But if you fail, he's still cheering you on. He's still celebrating, you know? And so, and that comes from you putting your identity in him. You can hear through your story that that's what happened.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And there's such a beautiful thing because, I mean, whatever we are striving for in life in the grand scheme of things it's not it's not the biggest thing but what matters to us does matter to God too and he like you said he's always he's cheering us on and yeah but it's just so comforting to know you know what if we fail that's not that's not the end like the world doesn't stop at that and Mm -mm. it's just such a hopeful thing to encounter because yeah after after my senior year it was just a very dark place and it was kind of this moment of like okay what happens next and it mm. wasn't like there was a next season to begin working towards already you know and be like All that was right, the close, yeah. down like that was it that mm. was and I mean God's timing is perfect and I think he yeah. knew that that's a, if that had happened my junior year I would have dedicated the next 364 days of my life to ensuring that mm. you know I was better so he definitely um gives us lessons that are sometimes really really hard at the time but yeah yeah just so so amazing and so like thank god i have not gone with my plan for life because oh my his goodness plan, amen so much better so yeah. much better
0: and i can just hear him asking us in those moments when we get wrapped in this up in those things am i enough if you don't have this am i still enough and you said the answer is yes like you came face to face with that and so you're right. Like his plan is always going to be greater than ours and there will be things we don't understand. Like you said, you get angry. Sometimes you don't want to come face to face with it, but it is beautiful in the end and he's on your side. He wants to give you the desires of your heart if you're surrendering your life to him. And so there's just so much beauty wrapped up in that that we could go on and on. Oh my gosh. Forever. Um, yeah, yes. <laughs> oh yeah. But um yeah, I would just love to kind of wrap things up and ask you this last question. How does God's goodness come through leaving you and our listeners with a gem to remember?
1: This is a really, just knowing what's happened in the past, it's really comforting now because I fail every day. And Mm. there are still, there are still times that, um, I mean, I think Satan is always kind of trying to dig at our hearts, you know? And there are still times when um, it's tempting to fall back into that old way, Mm. old way of thinking, um, or, you know, feeling, old ways of feeling, um, and that happens a lot with people. So, I think... The gem to remember is based on the past. Now, I know, like, okay, there have been times that I failed, and this actually ended up being the best possible thing. So I think it definitely um, was a great just example of God being like, hey, I got you. Like, mm. <laughs> you're fine. Even when it seems like it's not all going to work out, it seems like everything is crumbling, like things are falling not apart. They're falling right into place, and mm. it's all okay. God loves you no matter what you do, and you are his no matter what you do. And yeah, thank God for
0: that. Yes, his love will hold our life together, Mm -hmm. right? Oh my gosh. Uh, Yes, that's beautiful. I think that was the best thing you could have left with our listeners. And I just really appreciate everything you poured into this episode. It was a blessing to me. I can't wait for the listeners to hear this. It's going to bless them as well. So thanks, Hallie. Thank you
1: so much for having me on. Yeah.
0: from the bottom of my heart, I want you to know that it truly means a lot to have you along with me on this journey of a gem to remember. This would not be possible without the love and support of my family and friends or you, the listeners. Follow my Instagram page at a gem to remember for more information and updates on the podcast and its featured guests. Come back next week and tune in again for another gem. Until then, God bless.